the Feast of All Saints, November 1st, 2020. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let us pray. Almighty and everlasting God, you knit together your faithful people of all times and places into one holy communion, the mystical body of your Son, Jesus Christ. Grant us so to follow your blessed saints in all virtuous and godly living, that together with them we may come to the unspeakable joys you have prepared for those who love you. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. The first reading for the Feast of All Saints is from the Revelation of St. John, the seventh chapter. Then I saw another angel ascending from the east, having the seal of the living God. And he cried with a loud voice to the four angels to whom it was granted to harm the earth and the sea, saying, Do not harm the earth, the sea, or the trees, till we have sealed the servants of our God on their foreheads. And I heard the number of those who were sealed, 144,000 of all the tribes of the children of Israel were sealed. Of the tribe of Judah, 12,000 were sealed. Of the tribe of Reuben, 12,000 were sealed. Of the tribe of Gad, 12,000 were sealed. Of the tribe of Asher, 12,000 were sealed. Of the tribe of Naphtali, 12,000 were sealed. Of the tribe of Manasseh, 12,000 were sealed. Of the tribe of Simeon, 12,000 were sealed. Of the tribe of Levi, 12,000 were sealed. Of the tribe of Issachar, 12,000 were sealed. Of the tribe of Zebulun, 12,000 were sealed. Of the tribe of Joseph, 12,000 were sealed. Of the tribe of Benjamin, 12,000 were sealed. After these things I looked, and behold, a great multitude which no one could number, of all nations, tribes, peoples, and tongues, standing before the throne and before the Lamb, clothed with white robes, with palm branches in their hands, and crying out with a loud voice, saying, Salvation belongs to our God, who sits on the throne, and to the Lamb. All the angels stood around the throne, and the elders and the four living creatures, and fell on their faces before the throne, and worshipped God, saying, Amen, blessing and glory and wisdom, thanksgiving and honor and power and might, be to our God forever and ever. Amen. Then one of the elders answered, saying to me, Who are these arrayed in white robes, and where did they come from? And I said to him, Sir, you know. So he said to me, These are the ones who come out of the great tribulation and washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. Therefore they are before the throne of God and serve him day and night in his temple. And he who sits on the throne will dwell among them. They shall neither hunger any more nor thirst any more. 
The sun shall not strike them, nor any heat. For the Lamb who is in the midst of the throne will shepherd them and lead them to living fountains of water. And God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. This is the word of the Lord. These are the ones coming out of the great tribulation. They have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. Blessed are those whose strength is in you, in whose heart are the highways to Zion. The epistle is from the first letter of St. John, the third chapter. Behold what manner of love the Father has bestowed on us, that we should be called children of God. Therefore the world does not know us, because it did not know him. Beloved, now we are children of God, and it has not yet been revealed what we shall be, but we know that when he is revealed, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. And everyone who has this hope in him purifies himself, just as he is pure. This is the word of the Lord. The Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, the fifth chapter. And seeing the multitudes, he went up on a mountain, and when he was seated, his disciples came to him. Then he opened his mouth and taught them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when they revile and persecute you and say all kinds of evil against you falsely for my sake. Rejoice and be exceedingly glad, for great is your reward in heaven, for so they persecuted the prophets who were before you. This is the gospel of the Lord. We confess our faith with the words of the Nicene Creed. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and of all things visible and invisible, and in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, begotten of his Father before all worlds, God of God, light of light, very God of very God, begotten, not made, being of one substance with the Father, by whom all things were made, who for us men and for our salvation came down from heaven and was incarnate by the Holy Spirit of the Virgin Mary and was made man and was crucified also for us under Pontius Pilate. He suffered and was buried. And the third day he rose again according to the scriptures and ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of the Father, and he will come again with glory 
to judge both the living and the dead, whose kingdom will have no end. And I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord and giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son together is worshipped and glorified, who spake by the prophets. And I believe in one holy Christian and apostolic church. I acknowledge one baptism for the remission of sins, and I look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Behold a host arrayed in white Like thousand snow-clad mountains bright With palms they stand Who is this band? Before the throne of light These are the saints of glorious fame Who from the great affliction came and in the flood of Jesus' blood are cleansed from guilt and shame. They now serve God both day and night, they sing their songs in endless light. Their anthems ring as they all sing with angels shining bright. Despised and scorned, they sojourned here, but now how glorious they appear. Those martyrs stand, a priestly band, God's throne forever near. On earth they wept through bitter years. Now God has wiped away their tears, transformed their strife, to heavenly life and freed them from their fears. They now enjoy the Sabbath rest, the heavenly banquet of the blessed, the Lamb, their Lord, at festive board, 
He himself is host and guest. O blessed saints in bright array, now safely home in endless day. Extol the Lord, who with his word sustained you on the way. The steep and narrow path you trod, you toiled and sowed the word abroad. Rejoice and bring your fruits and sing before the throne of God. The myriad angels raise their song, O saints, sing with that happy throng. Lift up one voice, let heaven rejoice in our Redeemer's song. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Then Jesus opened his mouth and taught them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Blessed are the, poor, the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when they revile and persecute you, and say all kinds of evil against you falsely for my sake. Rejoice and be exceedingly glad, for great is your reward in heaven, for so they persecuted the prophets who were before you. This is the word of the Lord. In these, the Beatitudes, Jesus preaches that the unfortunate, the reviled, and the miserable are blessed. While it is true tangentially that the unfortunate, the reviled, and the miserable of the world are blessed, the primary focus of this sermon is messianic in nature. Christ points to and speaks of himself. The Beatitudes are, in fact, the job description of Jesus, and, as the crowds confess, he has done all things well. Christ's job 
is to redeem man by atoning for his sins, that by such redemption, full communion with God might be possible again. To restore communion, he must take into himself all sin and all of sin's effects. He became poor in spirit to earn the kingdom of heaven. He became one who mourns that he might bring true comfort to man. He became meek and inherited by such meekness, a meekness as of a lamb led to the slaughter, the earth. He hungered and thirsted for righteousness upon the cross, and in dying there was filled with glory of the Lord that he delivers to you. He became a peacemaker, the Prince of Peace in flesh, as the Son of God. That peace with God once more might be made, and in such peace you might be made sons yourselves. He was reviled, persecuted, and killed, that no other persecution or death goes without the promise of heavenly reward. He who sits on the throne will dwell among them, the angel confesses to St. John, even as the archangel Gabriel proclaims, Behold, the virgin shall be with child and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which is translated God with us. The Beatitudes are the job description of Christ's redemptive work in the flesh, not the checklist or criteria for divine blessing upon earth. In all trial and suffering, in all illness, and even in death, you are blessed because Christ is blessed and because he has made you blessed in himself. Christ confesses in the Beatitudes what his job is on earth. Living post-resurrection, you have the privilege of gazing back through history to the seminal event of creation on the cross of Calvary. There, Christ's job is finished, completed, fulfilled, and satisfaction for your sins is made. It is important to see the Beatitudes primarily as being about Jesus, because in such a witness is found the basis for all hope and confidence of Christendom. Hope is not found in wealth of goods or of spirit. Hope is not found in joy and in comfort. Hope is not found in pride or in haughtiness. It is not found in health of the body. It is not found in food or drink in sumptuous feasts or in full bellies. It is not found in power, success, or stature. Woe to all who seek in these idols their hope and confidence, for they will never find contentment. They will find neither hope nor confidence, for all these things are fleeting. One day they will all be taken from you somehow, even life itself. At that time, what will be your boast? How will you affirm your faith has paid off? 
what will be your hope and your confidence. You see, it simply must be Christ. Hope and confidence cannot be found in anything else or in anyone else but Christ. All else fails, but Christ does not. With Christ as the one described in the Beatitudes, your world and your worldview necessarily change. You see that his words are not about you or about your quality of life, but about him for you in every quality of life and about him with you despite every quality of life. Let pessimism give way to faith. Let despair give way to the joy of hope. Let all doubts and fears be vanquished by confidence. No matter what you experience, riches or poverty, health or disease, joy or sorrow, life or death, you nevertheless have as your center and your all one who transcends all these to grant you the blessing of himself. Behold what manner of love the Father has bestowed on us, that we should be called children of God. The poor are not blessed because they are poor, but because they are in Christ. The mourning are not blessed because they mourn, but because they are in Christ. Those who hunger and thirst for righteousness are not blessed because of their hunger and thirst, but because they are in him who satisfies. The persecuted are not blessed because they suffer, but because they are in him who did suffer and who did die for and with them. A life connected with God in Christ can nothing shatter, not even sin, pain, and death. For such a life goes through these with Christ, and with him there is a victorious way through. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. The hope of Christ, this glorious light of heaven, pierces into the deepest dark of gloom, and said gloom is unable to stand against it. It is dispelled with all sin and sorrow, as the light washes you with nail-pierced hands and with blood. You and those who have gone before you are the ones who stand before the heavenly throne. You all have emerged from the great tribulation that is this veil of tears. Some have emerged through the door of death. Others have emerged even as they live in the gift of Christ, who separates you from the world and its wants and who satisfies with himself. You are altogether the living and the dead, the saints of God before his throne and before his altar. You are altogether the living and the dead, those marked and sealed upon your foreheads for salvation in the holy waters of baptism. The name of the Lamb is now your name, as you are his. 
safeguarded from that day until the resurrection and led by a splash of water to a whole flowering river of life. In the name of every departed read on every All Saints' Day, there is but one name repeated again and again, Jesus Christ, God and the Lamb, who takes away the sin of the world. His name is the blessed name of all the dead who die in the Lord. His book bears the names of all the blessed saints written in blood upon the mount of sacrifice. Yet this book is not long, only, in fact, one page, for the only name written is his own. All other names are those who abide within this one name and this one person, the Lamb, the Christ, the Savior, the Mediator, the Destroyer of Death, the Victorious, the Blessed. Salvation belongs to our God who sits on the throne and to the Lamb. Salvation is His. Salvation is yours. And salvation belongs to all the blessed dead in Christ. Blessed are the dead who die in the Lord from now on, for they shall inherit life everlasting. They are blessed, as are you, in an inheritance of Christ's satisfaction, a job done well, in which the Father is exceedingly joyful. They are blessed, as are you, in an inheritance of life in the resurrection of Christ. Blessed is the one who does all things well. Blessed is the firstborn from the dead. Blessed are all in Christ, for great is their reward in heaven at the resurrection of the dead. Blessing and glory and wisdom, thanksgiving and honor and power and might be to our God forever and ever. Amen. Hear from the Revelation to St. John. Then I heard a voice from heaven saying to me, Write, Blessed are the dead who die in the Lord from now on. Yes, says the Spirit, that they may rest from their labors and their works follow them. Let us remember with thanksgiving those who have gone before us marked with the sign of faith. For they were created by God to enjoy him and to offer him praise and thanksgiving forever. He gave them new life through his Son in holy baptism and nourished them in the company of his saints in his most holy Eucharist. In his great mercy, he has taken them into the slumber of death in order that, safeguarded in Christ, they may rest secure until the day of resurrection, when they will rise to joyful service at the marriage feast of the Lamb in his kingdom forever. In joyful expectation of the resurrection to life eternal, we remember before you, O Lord, all our departed kin and friends, especially Michael Wayne Voltmer, and Marilyn May Ottman, whom you have called to heavenly rest. 
that the memory of these saints of God who lived and worked among us, who served as our companions in the pilgrimage of the way, and who have found their rest in Christ, may be blessed, and that the Lord of all life would grant eternal rest unto them until the day of the resurrection of the body. Let us pray to the Lord. In thanksgiving for the martyrs of the faith, for all faithful witnesses to Christ, of whom the world was not worthy, and for all who have resisted falsehood and evil, even unto suffering and death, let us pray to the Lord. For the Holy Church of God, elect and glorious, for the eternal gospel of Christ that transcends death, for the life-giving word and sacraments, and for the faithfulness of all pastors and bishops in preparing the saints of God for a good and noble death, let us pray to the Lord. For all that is good, true, noble, just, pure, right, virtuous, and lovely to dwell among and within us, for the fruits of good faith in works of love, for tithes, alms, and charity, and for confidence that on the last day we will not be found wanting, let us pray to the Lord. For all who seek to bless the world by their service and lighten the dark places of the earth, for the preservation of all noble occupations and services and the encouragement of those who hold them, for the blessings upon those who serve with bravery and truth in the lesser callings of life, and for the hope of Christ's return to permeate every act, station, and institution of this life, let us pray to the Lord. For good government, just laws, and the preservation of human life, for all in positions of authority, for peace and civility, for honorable and upright citizens, for an end to violence, unrest, and delinquency, and for the calm of Christ's presence amidst every tumultuous age, let us pray to the Lord. For the sanctity of the home, for all fathers and mothers, for all women with child, for the infertile and the barren, for all children, and for the protection and right upbringing of the youth, let us pray to the Lord. For all in hardship throughout the world, for the people of this land, of this community, and of this congregation, for all who rejoice, for all who suffer illness, want, distress, or need, especially Cindy, Gordon, Sandra, Shelley, Cade, Ramona, Courtney, Reggie, Debbie, Roger, Creed, Katie, Randy, and J.M. For those near death and for all who mourn, let us pray to the Lord. O Lord, may this holy feast be to us both life and reunion with those departed saints. Grant that the body and blood of our dear Lord Jesus Christ would unite us in true faith to him, transform our barren hearts, and prepare us for our own slumber in the grave. Open our eyes to see and to embrace the great mystery of your holy Eucharist. Finally, grant us comfort as we mourn our loved ones in the knowledge that drawing near to Christ in this feast 
is drawing near to those who now reside with him. Through the same Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Taught by our Lord and trusting his promises, we are bold to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen.